Wild lose 5-0 to zero in a decisive Game 5 at American Airlines Center. This is the Wild Minute with Troy. We now have 72 hours to figure this thing out. The Wild, with all expectations raised heading into the game last night, this seemed like it would be different after eight consecutive first-round playoff exits. This one seemed different. Right now I'm talking past tense like it's over. This one seems different. Fans are upset. Press is ripping them. This is the normal reactions. This is the normal process. It was a no, no doubt. There's no candy coating it. No candy coating what happened last night. The Wild went out with no discipline, and it affected them early. They continued to be sloppy throughout the game, and let's be honest, by the time it was 3-0 with like eight minutes into the second period, game was over. It was running time, especially that third period. That third period was a peewee hockey game at the hockey arena in Brainerd on a Sunday morning in January with a blowout score and the clock running and everyone in that arena just wanted to leave and get home because it was over. Everyone except the fans, of course, who were celebrating in Dallas. Now, it's very normal, very normal. Fans are upset. We have 72 hours. The next game's Friday night. It's going to be back here at the X. All kidding aside, most fans are going through the stages of grief right now, and we're stuck in anger. <laughs> Listen to the post-game shows and the post-game pods last night, and there's plenty of them, plenty of great content. Let's tip our caps to uh, all of our colleagues out there. A lot of good content uh, for the wild playoffs. But last night, everybody was angry. And they should be. The lack of discipline, I mean, we made it clear here at Wild Mint with Troy yesterday when we laid out what the Wild needed to do. Uh, you can see it on uh, my Instagram account, Wild Minute Troy. Follow me on Twitter, at Farmington Troy. We laid it out pretty clearly. They needed to be disciplined. That was the key to the game. So a minute and a half in when Felino collides with uh, the Stars player and uh, gets called for kneeing or gets, you know, the... They call it game a five-minute misconduct, which is an automatic game uh, disqualification. He left the game. The team was shook. The team didn't show much resiliency at all. Middleton doubled down a couple minutes later with a cross-check, which wasn't being called earlier in the series, but let's get over their officiating, folks. The Wild committed six penalties last night. This is not a conspiracy against the Wild. Every game has different officials. I don't think any of us believe that the NHL rounded up 17 officials, 18 officials, and said, hey, let's, let's take it to the Minnesota Wild. They have lacked discipline. Pete DeBoer is right. The Wild are one of the top six most penalized teams in the league. But they've been able to overcome it. And here's the deal. If you cannot kill penalties, don't go into the penalty box. It's that simple. So we don't blame fans for anger. We don't blame the team for anger. However, I feel like listening to post-game comments that the coach and some of the players are more focused on the referee and the officiating than the lack of discipline and the, and the uh, committing of penalties. So for Wild fans, take today, be angry, be mad at officials, be mad at the Minnesota Wild, be mad at the Minnesota Aura. I mean, they're working on currently their ninth straight first-round uh, playoff exit. I'm not ready to say it's over. But I'm saying that's what they're working on. I mean, they're down three games to two, and even if they win Friday night, they got to go back to Dallas. 
So be angry about that. But at some point today, at some point tonight, at some point tomorrow, you have time. Work through those stages of grief. I mean, depression's coming, folks. Mourn the loss. We're down three to two. Wilder down three to two. The most important player, not the most valuable, the most important player on the team is not going to be playing this series. Yule Erickson Eck is out. That that's cause for depression right there. And the odds are pretty stacked against the Wild right now. I think um, I saw a stat last night. I think it's about a 23% chance to win the next two games and move on. It's not fun. This is what the NHL playoffs do to you emotionally. You go up, you go down, you get on that roller coaster, and you can't get off halfway through. The ride's not over. Hopefully the ride is not even halfway through. Nevertheless, we're only guaranteed one more game, and that's Friday night. That's now about, do the math, about 60 hours from now. We don't know what time they dropped the puck yet. More than the loss, get through depression, work through the frustration that has been the last couple of games, and get ready for game six. It's that simple. Be angry today at some point, go through your depression, work through it, and start thinking, how the Minnesota Wild can win game six. We won't tip our hand, but it's, if you don't know by now, you're never going to know, but they got to become more disciplined. The team looked lost yesterday. They looked like, I'm, I don't question the effort, but boy, it didn't seem like we were on the same uh, energy level as the Stars. Finally, get through that depression, get closer to game six, get closer to the end of the week. The weekend's coming, game six at some point. Uh, I think it's going to be 7 p.m. Uh, there's two Eastern Conference uh, games or series that are 3-1 or 3-2. So uh, we already know that the Colorado Av- Avalanche play the Kraken, Kraken at 9 o'clock on Friday night. So probably a 7 o'clock game. But here's the point. Let's work through the stages of grief and get to acceptance and hope. Let's accept... At some point today, tonight, tomorrow, accept where the Wild are at. Accept their lot in this series. Down three to two. Jake Ottinger has stolen a game. I wouldn't say he stole yesterday. The Wild need to finish. And we'll talk more on this in a a future pod, and you know where to find me. I'm on Apple. I'm on Spotify. The big dogs got to eat. And if the big dogs aren't going to eat, this team doesn't go any further than it is right now. I've been documented for a couple of games, but we're now through five games and really almost six when you include two extra periods in the first. Boldy hasn't scored. This is his second straight playoff series where he's been just a major disappearing act. Now, metrics say he's playing well. He's passing the puck well. He's taking shots. But he's not holding his stick in the air and his hand in the air after he takes one of those shots because the puck hasn't gotten to the back of the net since the regular season for Matt Boldy. Kirill Kaprizov scored early in game one, power play goal. It's now been five games, five plus when you include the two extra periods in the uh, first game. Kaprizov hasn't celebrated either. Now, it's obvious, regardless of what the Wilds say, it's obvious he's playing hurt. There was a play in the third or second period yesterday where he was skating backwards and you could he just bent over in a C backwards. You could just tell something in the lower back, kind of, uh, I don't know, in the spot where Suter whacked on him several times with his stick on the cross checks. He's playing hurt. But at the end of the day, this is the playoffs. You work through things, and the big dog's got to eat. 
The big dog's got to eat. We'll talk more on that later. Let's get to acceptance and hope. You have 60 hours to process this. Work it through. There's plenty of great uh, playoff hockey on tonight and tomorrow. And then Friday night, let's do it. Let's, let's leave it all out on the ice. I have my suggested lineup changes posted on Twitter at Farmington Troy. We'll talk more about that in a future podcast. There are moves Dean can make. He's not crippled here. He has options. Billy G went out and got four players who can help this team on the trade deadline. And here's the thing with Gus Nyquist that just frustrates me. When you go on vacation, you rent a car. You then drive the car. You don't just leave the car parked at your hotel or your your VRBO. You drive the car you rent. You rent so you can use. The Wild rented Gus Nyquist for the playoffs. More than the other three uh, trade acquisition deadlines, he was picked up to play in the playoffs. They didn't even think he'd play in those last regular season games because of his injury. So why he's stuck on the third line is a head-scratcher. Why he's not on the top power play is a head-scratcher. Why he's not getting more minutes. Now, yes, he got more minutes yesterday, but Moose got kicked out of the game almost after we dropped the puck. So we'll see in game six if they shift things around. I want to see Oscar Sundquist. I want to see Nyquist moved up. And then we'll talk about goaltenders tomorrow. But something has to change. Because Gus didn't cost the team the game yesterday by any sense of the imagination, nor did he in game four. But the Wild need a jolt. Because if they don't, they're going home. And the acceptance and hope stage of grief takes us to acceptance and not hope, if that happens. So the Wild need to win Friday night. Plenty of time to think three things through for the Wild. Plenty of time for you to work through the uh, stages of grief. Let's get over this, and let's get ready for game six. You know where to find me. We'll have more pods. We're setting you up for the games. We're breaking it down. The Wild are off today. Starting tomorrow, we're going to talk about what has to happen in game six. Because the end of the weekend's coming, and so is Judgment Day. This is Troy. This is Wild Minute with Troy. We'll talk to you.